Hey, hun. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Plugged In with Katie and Laura. Yes. Today. Third episode. The third episode. We've made it this far. Well done. High if five. If you're still hanging on, high five to you. High five to you guys. Well done for putting up with us for this long. Yeah. Because believe me when I say that not many people do. Nope. No, I'm just turning you around. Well, you might be able to hear us now. So you can hear us because the microphone is facing the wall. Um, <laughs> We're such pros. I know. <laughs> Rule we'd number one of podcast recording. Make sure the microphone is facing the correct way. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we mentioned at the end of the last episode, today we are listening to Lauren Hill and the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yes. We got Katie's facts. Katie's facts. We should get a jingle like put in there. Debut solo album mm-hmm. after lose, lo- losing the Fugees, <laughs> leaving the Fugees. Am I right in thinking that this is her only solo album? No, she recorded a second one, MTV Unplugged 2.0, but it was crap. So I mean, not a lot of people do, know about it. I feel like we can disregard the MTV Live. Okay, stuff. So yeah. So this is like the only studio yes album she's done which won five grammy awards okay but now she's a bit of a hot mess with her life she is god lover things <laughs> so it was released in 1998 yes we were seven we were seven young babies i know christ alive but I'm sorry to tell you guys there are 16 tracks on this album so please bear with us we'll try and make this as quick as possible I struggled we both struggled I listened to this when I really wasn't well and so I was just got delirious towards the end <laughs> and my notes reflect this it's like the scrawlings of a mad woman I really don't know why you need 16 tracks on <laughs> no there's just no need just Harvard do 8 tracks on one 8 tracks on another yeah I really struggled with this album yeah you know, there were some good tracks, but there were more, for me, there were more bad tracks than good tracks. Yeah. Yeah. I will agree with you on that one. Yeah. So, there's an introduction. I missed that one out, so there was, so I just jumped straight in at number two. I thought that the intro was actually quite cute. It does set the scene. It does. And I wondered if it was actually Lauren playing the guitar, because I know that she can. So. Okay, so Lost Ones. So 90s. It is. And you know what? I, I have, I'm having confession to it. I hadn't actually listened to this album in, whole, in full until recently. And then I heard this track and I was like, oh, there's a singer called Her who sampled this track on her most recent EP. Oh. And I remember thinking at the time of listening, oh, this is so Lauren Hill. This is definitely like and Lauren Hill vibes. And I was like, oh, because it is. I've actually never heard of this album before yeah you'd never heard of lauren hill before this no but there was a song later when i was like i know this song <laughs> and i literally wrote i know this song is it <laughs> do what that thing no oh everything is everything oh yeah it's that's strange isn't it i think it's a favorite on like history or something yeah that's what i like but anyway, back to back to Lost Ones. Yes. Um, I just love Lauren. I think she's great. I, and I have mad love and respect for all the ladies who can rap as well as they can sing. Oh, amazing. I put on here, rhyming master. Yes. 
And cons- consequence is no coincidence. Like that lyric could just maybe go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because yeah. she, this album was when she split up from her ex. Yeah. And apparently they were very like. It was very tumultuous. Wasn't and it? tit for tat. And, yeah. and so I really feel that like she was sort of saying to him, like, Fuck I'm off. the best you're ever going to get. You're yeah. never going to do better than me. You've thrown it all away. Yeah. Look at you now. Yeah. And don't we love a bit of karma, though? Yeah. Like, karma, is, karma plays a huge influence in this album. Yes. It really does. And we love a bit of karma. Yeah. But a great opener. It is I a thought. great opener. X Factor. Such a good song. Yes. I was like, this is like the next stage of the grieving process of yeah. a relationship breakup. It's gone from the previous song of, yeah. like, being really angry and things to, like, you know, that um, vulnerable moment where you're like, I miss you, maybe we can make it work. Yeah. Like, you can feel the hurt in her voice when yeah. she's singing as well. I just want Lauren to sing my life. Like, that's the goal, is for Lauren Hill to sing my life. <laughs> um, and then I was, I, as I was listening, I was like, oh, this is, this is deep, man. Like, this is getting insane. And then she sings, I keep letting you back in, how can I explain myself? And I put, first of all, this lyric is the one. Yes. Like, this is the one that everyone can relate to at one Yes. Time. When you go back, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I'm getting caught in the same circle. Yeah. And then my second thought was, I know this lyric, who has sampled the song in the last year? And I had a total mind blank until the end of the song with the outro. And I was like, it was Drake, nice for what? Oh my God, yes! Yes! Oh, care for me, care for me. There-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-there-
the party was just turning at that point, wasn't it? I, I think I left at the right time. You did. It got messy. <laughs> I'm so glad it was. There was a lot of stuff that went on at that party. <laughs> oh my god, I don't want to know. You don't. You don't. Anyway. Any, moving away from basic white girls. Oh, yeah. The next song. To Zion. So this is about her son. Yeah. Featuring Carlos Santana. Ooh, the guitar man. Yes, the guitar man. Well done. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked listening to it, but I could not relate to it at all. No, so basically, at the time, it's her deciding she's pregnant. Does she keep the baby? Does yeah. she not keep the baby? Obviously, spoiler alert, she keeps the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and could you imagine, like, her son listening to this one day and sort of like, but everyone told me to be smart, look at your career, they said, yeah. Lauren, baby, use your head, but instead I chose it. So it's like, he's leaning going, oh my God, people are telling my mum to get rid of me. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Like, but it's great. I love the like when the gospel choir kicks in. Yeah. And it's like marching, marching. Yeah. Yeah. And Santana was really delivering with that guitar. Yeah. Like, it's a good dude. I thought it was a great song. It is a great song. And her baby daddy is one of Bob Marley's kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Learning things all the time yeah. of one another. Every day's a school day. Is it Damien? No. Okay, someone called Damien Marley has... He's great. Damien Marley is great. Okay. He did a song called Welcome to Jam Rock. Okay. It is so chilled out. So good. No, good song from Lauren. Well done. Which leads us on to the next track. Do what? Do what that thing. <laughs> I love this song. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> like, this is... I feel like this is arguably one of Lauren's most famous songs. And I feel like these lyrics are everything. Yeah. The song makes me want to strut down the street. Um, one of the lyrics, baby girl respect is just a minimum. Like, can we get an amen here? Like, amen. That's the one. Telling her friend not to be at home. That's... <laughs> yeah. How you gonna win when you ain't right within? That's... In the famous words of RuPaul. How the hell you gonna love somebody if you... Can't love yourself. Can't love yourself. Yeah. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? We got there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, it's been a long day. It has been a long day. And we love RuPaul, so it's major that I didn't get that right and Katie had to correct me. <laughs> We've got a RuPaul quiz night coming up. You better, uh, you better revive. I oh, know. <laughs> God. But I liked this song as well. Yeah, I liked that everyone was being called out. Yes. Like, it wasn't just the guys being called out, it was the girls, girls as well. Like, come on, girls, you're just as bad. Yeah, like, we can all get better at this thing. Yeah. And I, what I really like is the speech parts at the end of the songs. Like, yes. they just bring a whole other level to Where it. Where it's like a class. Like yeah, the it's classroom. the classroom. Yeah. yeah, and it's just so good, and it just brings... Brings a bit of extra sass and an extra level to it, and I like it a lot. Yes. Okay. Track six. Superstar. So. Right. Can I start, please? Okay, you may start. Because at first I was like, oh, this is a slow jam. And then I got to it and I was like, oh, it's a slow diss jam. Yeah. Like, I'm all for a diss track. Like, amen, fuck you right back. Great ah. song. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. Oh no, it was Eamon, fuck it, don't want you back in. Frankie, fuck you right back. 
like here for the corner reply diss tracks. <laughs> that was so peak early 2000. I forgot all about and that. And then he had um, Mario Winans. I don't wanna know. Yeah. And then his ex girlfriend in quotation marks doing a reply to that as well. Oh, classic 2000s. Oh, those are the days. But, like, I just thought the lyrics were also all true. And yes. Like, there's one, it's like, music is supposed to inspire, how can we get no higher? And I feel like every single musician needs to listen to that at least once every three to four years. <laughs> just as a refresh. Yeah. I think it's that sort of thing of, like, do you know what? You work shit. You're not as good as you think you are. Yeah. You've got complacent. Look at me. Step up your game. Casey Perry. Will you please listen to this? I like Katy Perry. Oh my god, her last album was such a bomb. I, I hated like it. Like she in one of her lyrics she compared love to Chinese waterboard torture. I can relate to that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she needs to step it up. I'm pretty sure Watford Dave could say the same about me. <laughs> oh, I think everyone could. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, I loved this. It's like, oh, feel the burn. Oh, shit, hon. No, it is really good. And, like, when you read the lyrics, it's just like, oh. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. I think from here it goes downhill in it this album. It does. It does. And do you know what, Hans? We're just going to bow through it for you so you don't have to. Um, final hour. At first I was like, I was thinking, Lauren could run the planet and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And then I zoned out. Yeah, I put, did not enjoy this song. Rap is not for me. It was a bit background noise. Yeah. So, that's all we have to say about that track. When It Hurts So Bad is the next one. And I I wrote, good question. Why does it feel so good when it hurts so bad? Are we all masochists slash gluttons for punishment? Yes. Yes, yes we are. Maybe sometimes we just like the drama. We are messy bitches who love a bit of drama. Yeah. I mean, we've already mentioned the whole Jordan, Tristan, Chloe, Kardashian yes! in a previous podcast. So <laughs> Living for uh, it. We live for the drama. <laughs> the memes we have been sending. What oh my God. <laughs> the memes have been... They've been quality. Yes. So bless the internet. I know, I love it. Anyway. I put at the end that this song gets quite whaley and quite self-indulgent I quite liked it no I don't do warbling the thing is one of the lyric that I wrote down gave up my power I existed for you yes that's very real yes we are all guilty at one stage or another doing that for a partner but then you sort of grow up and you realise don't you life is just one big learning curve (laughs) I know I know next track I used to love him featuring Mary J. Blige. Wow. Everyone's favourite. I've been watching a good Netflix thing with her in it at the moment called The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I've heard it's so She's in it. Good. And it's really good. I yeah, need to watch, watch it. it. Watch it. Really I binged watched um, the whole of Russian Doll. I haven't seen yes, that yet. It's so funny. I haven't watched any TV since before London. No, I'm so bad with TV. I watch the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. If it's not The Good Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm just not interested. I'm binge-watching The American Office at the moment. Oh, my God, obsessed with that as well. And I love it so much. Oh, my God. Can we please become Dwight and Jim? <laughs> 
Asian Dwight. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it's Asian Jim. Is it? Yeah. Yes! Yes! Dwight, I'm so glad you don't see colour. <laughs> Oh my god, it's just so funny. Oh my god. Anyway, we digress again. So, I used to love him. This is such a 90s I'm over him track, isn't it? And I put, it's got that real, I can't pronounce it, Fuji's sound. It does. But I also think, you know, I wasn't convinced that Lauren didn't love him. I think she still does, and I think... Oh yeah. I think the lady doth protest too much. Yeah. And then I... Literally two seconds before she came in, I was like, where is Mary? Where is she? And then two seconds later, she appeared. Hello. I was like, finally, she's here. Oh, yeah, but I definitely agree, like, post-divorce, she's, there's still a little... Like, to be, like... Obviously, you re- I read online about, you know, like, the tip for tat, the divorce and things like that. Yeah. You've still got to have feelings to be so bothered about this person that you've basically written a 16-track album about, about him. him. Yeah. Obsessed much. Hundo. Hundo percent. Turning the page on that one. Forgive them father. Bit of a reggae vibe, I I, I really liked it. But taking us to church at the same time. Yeah, I feel like we can learn a lot from this song. I even put, how do you even think of these lyrics? I know. And the one I've got written down is, they say all the right things... They say all the right things to gain their position, then use your kindness as their ammunition to shoot you down in the name of ambition. Men. Men. We make this sound like we hate men, but we don't. I promise you. (laughs) No, we really don't. But the thing is, that could be anyone. Like, I can think of... Like a friend. Yeah, Yeah. I can think immediately of a couple of examples for friends. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it can literally go... It can be anyone. It could be friends, your partner. Work colleagues. Work colleagues, family even. Yeah. Anyone. Literally be anyone. And I... I posed a question while writing my notes. What's your question? Saying, should we forgive everyone who backstabs us, as Lauren is suggesting? I think you can forgive but not forget. Mm. That's what I believe with people. Yeah. Forgive, move on with your life, don't hold on to that toxicity. Yeah. But don't be a fool and, yeah, you know... It's very much like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, kind of Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, just let it go and move on with your life. Don't let them hold you back. 100%. Love that. Yes. I I felt wiser listening to this song. What? Did you feel, like, more intelligent as as we got through the seconds? Yeah, I felt... I very much became aware of myself as a person. Ooh. I know. You're getting very self-aware. It's a grower. I know. I'm, beca- I'm like AI. I'm becoming aware. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Track number... 11. Uh, every uh, ghetto, every city. It is a funky, funky song. But I cannot even begin to pretend that there is anything I can relate to in this song because I'm so horribly white and middle class. Exactly the same. So I have this with a work colleague. So she listens to, I think it's Capital FM Extra. Right. And I'm always like, we're dri- we were driving in the car once, don't know where we are coming back from. And, I, and it was on, and I was like, please turn this off, it's so noisy. I'm too white and middle class for this. <laughs> and it's the same with this song. The voice in the background mm. of this song 
is so distracting. It keeps just like shouting random comments. Yeah. And I'm like, please shut up. I can't yeah. concentrate on what Lauren is saying. Okay, yeah. It's just, it's not a song for us. And someone claps all the way through the song. And I'm like, who is standing there clapping throughout this whole song? <laughs> Can you, like, listen to it again, you hear it? And I just get so distracted that I don't really know, like, the song. Yeah, so bring us on to Nothing Even Matters featuring D'Angelo. Uh, classic 90s R&B slow jam. This is a smooth jam. And I just feel like Barack Obama should be smooth jam in the news. Slow jam in the news, even. There's a feature on Jimmy Fallon's show called Slow Jam the News, and one time you had Barack Obama on as a guest. Okay. And they slow jam the news. And it was great. You'll have to look it up online. Okay, I'll YouTube. <laughs> it was really good. Um, and I thought it was cute. However, I timed it. Two minutes, 34 seconds in. I'm bored of this now. <laughs> it was very, like, much a love song. Honey yeah. Moon phase. Yeah, like, this song was going to go on the Bang playlist, but not anymore, because it's just so long and so samey. It's another filler song. Boring. It is, isn't it? It's filler song. I don't know why you need filler songs when there's 16 tracks on the album, but, you know... Just cut the weak ones. Cut them out. You don't need that stuff in your life. No. Track 13, Everything is Everything. This is the song that I recognised and knew. Because... I swear they play, like, the instrumental on, like, sports track, sports programmes, like football. Maybe what for dramatic stuff. effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's and just, I get you it. know, it's just a very commercialised song. <clears throat> yeah. My first note was, okay, this has my attention back, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it probably, like, brought it back. But then I wonder if that's because you recognised it as well. Yeah, I think so. So we, we've just been hoodwinked by the media. Yeah into enjoying this song yeah and then one of the lyrics I really liked was it seems we lose the game before we even play and I think that's a huge metaphor for life oh yeah like imagine the amount of times that you've like not done something for the fear of failing yeah so you've held yourself back oh my god that's me all the time there you go oh my god I can think of it's better to try and fail yeah like try it and fail yeah than to just not try at all because for that one chance that you might try and succeed free life coaching from Katie oh wow <laughs> wow there you go to be fair I think you've given me that talk before probably no you definitely have <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> and I do see this is when I started feeling really ill because I said I really like this one but my brain has stopped working <laughs> and then I thought it was getting very repetitive towards the end Oh yeah, like everything and is I everything. Was just, I was just not here for it. Fourteen, Can't the miseducation it. of Lauren Hill. No, hang on, we've skipped a track. Isn't "Can't Take My Eyes Off of You" the next one? Oh, I had that as fifteen. Oh no! Oh I god, Spot- Spotify has it in that order. Apple Music has it in. Other music uh, things are available, guys. I have it as. Oh no! It's at the point where your brain stopped working. It must be because it's got the miseducation of Lauren Hill followed by "Can't Take My Eyes Off of You." But I've done the miseducation. I've done. I, I don't know how. 
but I've got them the wrong way round. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's start with the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's like that bit in Family Guy, you know, when Peter's in the cinema and he laughs at every time they use the movie title. This is what I was like. I was like, oh, my God, they've used the uh, album title in the song. I got very distracted by the vinyl surface noise. Oh, yeah. What's the need for that? On the album. Can you imagine if you actually listened to that song? On a vinyl. Yeah. Can you imagine what the horrible. noise would be like? And like my comment, my one comment after that was, this is a good personal growth slash montage song. <laughs> Meaning it meant nothing to me. I just put Whaley, self-indulgent again, warbling. <laughs> oh my God. You know that bit like where you go and see Beyonce, don't look at me like that. And you know, be careful. I know. We be... almost we almost <laughs> fell out at the weekend because of your opinions on Beyonce. And a friend and, of ours. And our friends as well. It was me against the both of them and I was prepared to scratch their eyes out. But you know when it just gets very like, look at what my voice can do and you're like, Yeah, right, you sing, well done. <laughs> you know, and they start like riffing with their voices and Yeah, they're doing like, the oh. runs. To be fair, I don't get it I don't like it when they do the runs. Mariah, worst for it. Yeah. Like, we know you can get up to that high F or whatever it is. Yeah. We don't care. That's why I got a bit, like, with her. Like, yeah, no, I was so bored. I was so over this album by them. Yeah. I quite liked the cover of the next song, though. Yes. Can't take my eyes off of you. Love the original. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Yes. And I said... My first thought was, I hope it's a cover, and then I was ecstatic when it was. I thought it was really well reworked, though. Yeah. Like, so rather than a cover, because like I've said before, I don't it like, was like covers. It was like a reimagination. Yeah, it was it's, a lot better. It's a good example of a reimagination. If you want a bad example, listen to our previous, the first episode with Tina Turner covered, covered the Beatles help and then covered David Bowie 1984 yeah back to this though good this cover. was so good um, how, uh, but because I love the original so much you, I just felt like you need the cheese yeah it was missing the horns like she was doing the vocal ba-da, 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 she was doing that like, I feel like I'm at a drunk wedding now yeah well <laughs> In the future, I don't know. Or a football match. Oh my god, football match for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, she sort of did a little bit of that vocally, but you just need like the full on. Yes! Yeah. And then you need to go, I love you, baby. I am now at the drunk you. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me not to invite you to my wedding. I'm great at a wedding. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> I entertain everyone. So I think people are laughing at you, not with you. Hey, at the last wedding I went to, they played Baby Got Back. Amazing. I mix a lot. And I was in my element. Me and my friend Hannah were just tearing up that dance floor. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Laura's cunning currently. Bear in Dancing. mind, bear in mind, I was bridesmaid at this wedding. <laughs> We then left the wedding early to go and hit up the gay bars because the wedding was the wedding in Brighton. Yeah, I was like, "Let's fucking go out, mate!" (laughs) Didn't get as far as the gay bars. Found the nearest club we could find, and it was one of the greatest nights ever. There we go. We had so much fun. Last track. Tell him, I was just 
Oh, so boring. I got distracted by Instagram. <laughs> there you go. That shows how boring it was. Yeah. But I also put said it's a very like unintrusive song, so it'd be great if we're in the background of a sophisticated dinner party or drinks. Oh, I like that you come up with situations <laughs> for songs to be played in. Okay, yeah. okay. But other than that, you know, you know, it's in the I background. Wasn't, I wasn't really wowed. It's stopping there from being silence. Yeah. And it's just sort of there and it's nothing special. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything more to add. No, it's no, very boring. I very song. much feel like that as well. Thoughts on your album, Laura? It's very, um, very 50-50, if not 40-60. There are, like I said before, there are some really good tracks. Yeah. But I don't think he quite makes up for the bad ones. No, and I get why this album is such a big inspiration to a lot of people. Yeah. Because it's very... At, at its time, I imagine it was just one of those... It just... It was like a sucker punch. Yeah. Like, I get it, but it's not one that I'd run back to straight away. Absolutely. Like, every now and again, like, I could give it a listen, but it's not going to be on repeat. Yeah. So... I concur. Good. Excellent. Right. So, let me bring up my random number generator. <gasps> and let's find out what the next album is going to be. We're going to do a live picking. Oh, my God. I can't even cope. We're getting ready for the drum roll. <laughs> oh, do I need to go? Yeah. Okay, hang on. So, between 1 and 1001, generate... Oh, hang on. Oh, come on, Siri. 188. 188! And what is it? What is it? What is 188? I've numbered every single album in this book. It took me ages, and I oh found out that I kept getting it wrong. Um, right, 188. Where are you, you bastard thing? Still in the hundreds. Yeah. 186.87. It's Deep Purple in Rock. Oh, let's have a little look. So, 90. oh, they did Smoke on the Water. Bam, 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 from 1970. I'm going to ask my dad for some opinions on this. I'm sure he has some. I'd probably ask my dad as well. Excellent. So we will meet you back here, same time, um, next week, with our dad's opinions... <laughs> I'm Deep Purple in Rock. Yeah. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye.